When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Trot's Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Hello, good morning, welcome to Sunday Morning on SCNZ and welcome to your hour of Harness Racing Power. It's Michael Guerin and Greg O'Connor and a whole bunch of guests to talk about winning and sometimes a little bit about losing, but we're not going to talk about that much in Harness Racing because we are just a few weeks away from the IRT New Zealand Cup and if there's anybody in the world more excited about that than me, it's probably the man on the other end of these phones and that is... Gregory O'Connor. Gregory, you do a little bit of tiny work for Addington. How are things looking there? Because I saw the bones, the bones of the marquees going up the other day, and I got a bit excited. Yeah, exactly, Michael. Morning to you. Morning to everybody. Uh, Look, we're inside four weeks out now. Three weeks on Tuesday it is to the great race. Uh, 2022 edition shaping up beautifully, and you're right, Addington already underway. Last race meeting for them this Friday night, then they have a good two and a half weeks to set the place up, and uh, some of those marquees already there. Uh, many of the tickets already gone. Beautiful thing for us, Michael. We've got a couple more to give away on the show this week. More about that in a moment. And last Friday night's race meeting, exceptional. Right up there in terms of the fields we've had in the last five years, and it did not let us down at all. One of the best race meetings for a long time at Addington. Big fields, good horses, fast sectionals. We'll talk about that today. We'll also talk to Michelle Wallace, co-trainer of Elder Baron Keeper. Yep, the Kiwis were at Melton last night, and just like the Kiwis at Caulfield, they were winning. Elder Baron Keeper won the Victorian Trotting Oaks last night. Michelle is coming up. We're going to talk to Cam Hart, champion New South Wales driver about Majestic Cruiser, who's a bit forgotten, but he shouldn't be because he beats Alpha Shaw in the Messenger, and he's coming to the Cup as well. And Steve Telfer, the boss of Team Telfer, is going to join us around 11.45. we got a heap going on. <clears throat> but you can play along. Get your phone out. Or even just listen and text at the same time because you're not driving, so you can do that. It's not illegal. Text into double eight double three, and your chance for two things today. Producer dude Robbie, who actually had a birthday recently, so now he's actually 15, which is good. Um, soon he'll be able to go to the pub in about three years. He's going to choose the $50 bonus bet courtesy of the tab. Thank you, TAB people. So you just get a $50 bonus bet if he likes your text best. And Gregory, because he is closer to Addington, he's actually sitting more or less on Addington right now, is going to choose who wins two tickets to Cup Day. Two tickets to Cup Day and they will sell out. So two chances for you to win here. What do we need from you? This is the easy stuff. Text into double eight double three. We want your name, your TAB account number, and this is the crucial part. Who do you think is going to win the New Zealand Cup? Rock and Roll Doom, Majestic Cruiser, Self Assured, Copy That, BD Joe, something else. 
That's what we need. We need to know. And if you want to convince us to give you the tickets or the $50 bet, tell us why. This is going to be for the most entertaining and logical and sensible or unsensible possible text. Double eight, double three. Your name, your TRB account number for the bonus bet, or for the two tickets to Addington, you can give them to somebody else. They can be a gift. You can head to Addington. Who's going to win the cup, the IRT Cup, in 23 days, and why? You get texting, be part of the show. We'll get winning here from Addington on Friday night is the Harness Million for $200,000, and here's a win for Barry Purden, our next guest, Scott Phelan, and Zach Butcher with Merlin. 29-4, third quarter, it's only going to be a sprint home, Merlin a half a length on, don't stop dreaming trying to go with him, back to the insiders, son of Mac, Merlin's holding off, don't stop dreaming and son of Mac, Merlin inside the 100 metres is holding, don't stop dreaming it's Merlin just in front the courageous colt from Cleveland has done it, Merlin wanted a half a length on, don't stop dreaming Unbeaten as a late season two-year-old, Merlin wins the Harness Million. He adds it to the Young Guns final he won back in March. He's trained by one of the legends, Barry Purden, and a man who Barry Purden says deserves all the credit, and Scott Phelan. Good morning to you, Scott. Congratulations. It was a massive night Friday night. That must feel very special for one of your biggest owners in Dean Shannon. Yeah, hey, Mick and Greg here. Yeah, um, look, it was a great night. Um, it was a really pretty special night, and uh, it was just good to reward most of our loyal owners of um, some big spoils. He's a funny-looking little horse, Merlin, because his legs spin like a little cartoon character. Uh, he must be fun to drive because he just looks fast. Yeah, look, but he, he, he's a little gentleman of a horse. He's Well, he's actually not that little, to be honest. He's, a, he's just a, anything... To do with him, he, he just does it with sort of ease. So um, if he continues on the way he's going, you know, we'll have a pretty good run. I spoke to Barry, who is your senior training partner and your long-time friend on Friday night, and he said people don't realise how much Scott's had to do in the last three or four months. Greg spoke to Barry a few weeks ago. Of course, he had a hip operation. He got an infection. He was laid up in hospital. What was it like stepping up to being, for want of a better word, the boss of a revered business, Scott, and having the pressure of thinking in three weeks or four weeks or five weeks, I've got to head to Addington, I've got to head to Melton for Major Perry. What was that experience like for someone like you? Um, look, I probably wasn't really nervous. It was just more more exciting um, to have these sort of horses to line up in these big races. So, um, But the best part about it is you had Barry's backing, you had all the owners backing, and... Um, that put your mind at ease a lot. What wouldn't have put your mind at ease was heading to Addington <laughs> to take on Mark and Hayden Cullen and Natalie Rasmussen because when you go to Addington to race the All-Stars and two-year-old races, it's one thing to beat them at home with the young guns. You've done that three years in a row. But when you go down there, it's almost impossible to beat them. How confident were you going into Friday night? Um, look, look, based on what we've seen of them... Um and what we knew of our own horse, look, we're, we were reasonably confident in our horse, but, I mean, we sort of needed the draw as well just to give ourselves a little bit more confidence. So um, not that we had a good draw, but we probably had the best of all the bad draws. So um, we had a little bit of confidence going into it, but um, as you say, it's, you never really know until they both meet. So, um, But we got a good run, and, you know, we managed to get it at the end. 
Scotty, congratulations on Friday night. Expertly driven by Zachary Butcher. In fact, I, I, I joked with him as I went out to speak to him on the track that I think you might have stolen that. That was virtually a trial for him. How did he pull up from it, and when do we get to see him next? Yeah, no, look, hey, well, it was a great drive from Zach. Um, he always seems to put them in the right positions in the big races, so uh, we're sort of lucky in that count. Um, look, he's pulled up great. You sort of wouldn't even know he'd had a real hard run out there, that's for sure. So he come home, licked the bowl, as our whole whole team did. So um, we're wrapped with the way they come through. That's probably the most pleasing part about um, the whole night, really, how, how they've all come through their run, and, um, you know, we're wrapped with that. Um, look, Berlin, he'll probably just head to a cup trial, the cup trials um, the week before the side stakes, and uh, yeah, that'll be his next race run anyway, the side stakes final. That was great to win the richest race on the night for Dean Shannon, but you also won the New Zealand Bloodstock Standard Bread Harness Million for the two-year-old trotters. Not only did you win it, you ran the Quinella, and that bugger Zachary got up and beat you with Southern Diamond over Halberg, who was your drive. Uh, for Dennis Thompson, another really good supporter of Barry and you for such a long period of time. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. No, Dennis has been great. You know, he, he goes to the sales every year and um, look, look, like a lot of our owners do, but I mean, you know, he deserves all the rewards he gets as well. So he puts a lot of money in the game. Um, it was a shame Zach beat me on the line, but um, I'll let it go this time anyway, seeing as though he's driving for us. Mate, what else do you have coming down, Scotty, for um, for Cup Week? Because it's it, it's just around the corner and it feels massive. You've got Merlin there. You've obviously got the two-year-old trotters who who have other races they can contest down there as well. What else do you have coming down from the northern base? Uh, look, we've got Artisan and Mickey Montana coming down from Neville Yard um, on, on Cup Day, and um, Advanced Parties coming down for the for the big fillies race. So she's got a heat next week at Auckland, and then they'll more than likely um, head down after that to um, just, for, just for the races anyway on Cup Week. Scotty, we're having a competition on our show this morning. Of course, our show is sponsored by Harness Racing New Zealand, and we thank them. And we're asking people who they think is going to win the New Zealand Cup. Who does Scott Phelan think is going to win the New Zealand Cup? <laughs> look, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big New Zealand fan, but um, look, from what I've seen in, at Melton when I was there the other night, um, Rock and Roll do, it was a pretty special run, and you know, going into it, he's probably going to be the horse to beat, to be honest. So um, he's sort of got the all-round game, and if he comes with what he did on uh, Victoria Cup night, he's going to be pretty hard to roll. Just going back to what happened in the last three or four months with you know Barry being sidelined and you having a bigger role in the barn, what did you learn in 2022 about being a horse trainer, having to run the facility. And of course, Barry was still there, and Barry still has the intellectual property, but he, he wasn't on deck every day because he was in hospital for a little while. What's Scott Phelan learnt about being a horse trainer this year, having to be part of what's becoming a trans-Tasman business and an inter-island business? Uh, look, there's, you know, probably the biggest thing is there's a lot more than just the, day, the day-to-day thing. Um, you know, obviously a lot of planning ahead for certain horses and um, how they come through their races and all that sort of thing. I mean, it's there's a decent old job and you you sort of take take a bit home with you. So doing a bit at home, you know, it's, it's, it's long hours, that's for sure. Well, mate, you've done yourself proud. Um, as I said, the owners will be absolutely thrilled because 
you know, they want to win the big dances. And, uh, mate, congratulations on not only the wins, but, of course, the enormous respect in the voice of a legend in Barry Purden when people talk to him about you. That must feel pretty special because when you're a kid growing up in racing or you're getting into it or you're having your first drive, you probably never expect Barry Purden's going to be talking about you in glowing tones. No, no, definitely not. I mean, um, I've been there since I was 15, so I had a couple of little stints elsewhere, but, I mean, you sort of end up there, and they're, they're like family. They really are, so. Uh, yeah, that's no, great. Well, mate, that family is very proud of you. Your other family's proud of you. <laughs> Lots of people in harness racing are proud of you, mate. Uh, thanks for joining us today, and we're looking forward to seeing more of the famous colours and also, of course, uh, some of the other colours you had, the Thompson colours on the other night over the carnivals ahead, mate, because I tell you what, it's exciting <coughs> when people can get down there and we have some inter-island rivalry. Scott, so well done, mate. Absolutely. Not. Cheers, mate. Have a good day. Greg, it was cool, wasn't it? Um, Merlin, I know you were tipping him in the Harness Million, and look, everybody likes Mark and Hayden and Nat, but I do think it's a positive for the game that they don't win every two-year-old race because when they do, it's like watching the same race over and over again. And that's not picking on them. Tiaka have the same problem in galloping with Karak and Lillian. It's, it's an amazing, but a domination can get sometimes a bit too much. And I think a lot of people would have thought the other night, a bit of Inter-Ireland and coming up in the Cup Carnival, a bit of Trans-Tasman, that's going to do me just fine. Well, you and I spoke about it, Michael, probably in the middle of the domination where they were going to premier meetings and winning five and six races over and over and over again. And This will end. This will end. There'll be some um, backlash, if you like, from the Duns and the and the Barry Purdens and, you know, some of these Crandall Geddes. And, and that's what's happened. And Team um, Telfer. And, and Team Telfer's added, added to that in the last sort of uh, 18 months. But uh, the other night they won four races, uh, Mark and Hayden, and... It didn't feel like that one sort of four or five like it, it, it did three or four seasons ago. Um, Merlin was brilliant. Yes, he had the advantage of the barrier draw. Don't Stop Dreaming was outstanding in that race. Like, to go around them and sit parked and still get as close as he did. You reverse the runs, you probably reverse the result. Ultra Meteor was unlucky in the race, so there's a Telfer runner that can go with them. And, and Beckham we haven't even seen yet, and he goes to that size stakes heat Monday week. Looking forward to next Sunday's show, Michael, when we'll have a massive preview of Ashburton Flying Stakes Day. So, uh, yeah, you're right. The, the rivalry's great, and, of course, in the Cup, we have the Australian rivalry to come. Yeah, we do. And it adds enormously to what's going to be a huge cup day. You can feel it brewing. It's just around the corner. Stick with us on Trot's Talk every Sunday, 11 o'clock. But more so, Louis will be getting involved during the week. We have plenty of opportunities on New Zealand's racing radio shows to, to give you bulk cup week coverage. And it sounds like we're going to have a team there, cup day and show day out of Eddington, for live radio all day. So what you can do is you can put the pictures on trackside and you can listen to an interactive experience without all the other races coming in from around Australasia. It's just going to be Cup Day. That's going to be available to you on SENZ. On the other side of this break, um, and during this break, I know what you're going to do. You're going to get texting to double eight double three and tell us who you think is going to win the Cup. So far... We've got Jason saying self-assured, Dean saying self-assured, but Robert, Robert is saying rock and roll do. Um, so is Grant. There's a fair bit of love. Everybody's with those two horses apart from Shane. And Shane saying B.D. Joe. Actually, I tell a lie. Reed saying copy that. 
Who's in play for you? Who's going to win the IRT New Zealand Cup? Tell us who you think. Tell us why. That's important. Tell us why. And producer dude Robbie will have a $50 bonus bet for you, or Greg will get you two tickets to Addington. If you can't be there, give them to someone who you think would enjoy going to Addington. We're going to take a break. On the other side of this, it's going to be our Southern Man segment as Gregory goes hunting for a winner at Omaru. And welcome back to Trot's Talk. Thanks for taking time out of your Sunday morning to hang out with us. Courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand, get those text messages in. Who do you think is going to win the IRT New Zealand Cup? You've seen most of the lead-up races. And eight days we head to Ashburton, but you've seen BD Joe, an ultra wise guy. Is Akuta going to be in the cup? What do you think? Give us your opinion. Rock and roll do versus Majestic Cruiser versus Self Assured. The defending champs coming home. Copy that. Is Spankham finished? I don't know. You tell us what you think. Double eight, double three, your name, your TAB account number, and who you think is going to win the cup and why. You can win either a $50 bonus bet or two tickets to Cup Day, which is all pretty cool. If you're going to go to Cup Day, you're going to need some money, so let's go hunting for some now. I'm a Southern man, and I'm so brilliant. I got the South in my blood, and I'm going to be here till I'm dead and Yes, it is stock standard on Trot's Talk with HRNZ and there's no more southern man than Maddie Williamson who's at his local meeting today for Omaru at the Omaru Racecourse. Uh, very good morning to you, Matthew. Yeah, good morning. Loving the music intro. That was good. Yeah, well, you should be tuning into the show each and every week, Matthew, and you will receive that as such a thing. Um, how are things looking at what is a lower-grade meeting, if you like, for your local meeting today? First underway at 10 past 12. What are we thinking weather and track-wise? Uh, absolutely beautiful uh, weather. Yeah, uh, super day. We've had a wee bit of a lazy wind the last few days, but uh, it hasn't come today. It's, it's really, really nice to... Maddie, what's the intricacies of driving at the Omaru Racecourse? Uh, what, what, obviously, you need a fast horse, but uh, are there anything different when you drive around that track to, say, Addington? Uh, you know, racing in general has obviously become pretty um, leader-biased in the sense of the horses are hard to run down that are handy, but that said, Omaru plays pretty fair in the sense of it, it's as good a track to come from off the speed as as, um, as any, so, uh, yeah, winners should be coming from anywhere, but you'd probably say over the shorter distance races you'd want to be handy. The early races today, races two and three, you drive, well, a couple of roughies, I suppose. Opawa Peak, one of a couple in the race for Kyle Cameron, a three-year-old, and Boot, Scoot and Boogie in race number three is your own horse at about $41. Are they outside place chances? Yeah, both would need a fair bit of luck. Um, you'd, you'd say, Craig, to be fair on exposed form. What about Rural Cash in race number four? First up run at Meffin, had a bit of merit behind El Chico, but does have a wide draw today. Yeah, wide draw and a strong maiden field. So, um, yeah, he'd be just sort of outside first fours. That said, he, he does actually go all right. So uh, he'd be one to sort of follow um, when he gets a draw and in an easier field. Um, he, he is a handy enough maiden, but, yeah, today he's, he's got a stiff task ahead. The Matthew Williamson Racing Stables Junior Drivers event. You've got two runners in it to try and get your sponsorship back. Uh, we're talking about <laughs> Wolfenstein Mark Hurrell and RK Finn uh, Caleb Bublitz. Both of those are in the market. Uh, how do you how do you place them, and who's the better of the two? Uh, over the two six, I'd probably lean to RK Finn just with the um, second line draw there. I think he, he he looks like he'll probably settle three fence and 
and, and get his chance at doing nothing, yeah, and just over that ex- extra distance. Whereas uh, Wolfenstein, he'll obviously go forward and race handy, and uh, his his bugbear will just be the distance. If it was 2,000 metres, I'd be quite confident with him today. But, uh, yeah, just seeing out the 2-6 will be his worry. But uh, they're both, both each-way chances. Your own horse, Granny Rose, in race number six, an each-way prospect? Yeah, been very disappointing, this horse. Um, Greggy sort of goes one good one and then a couple of bad ones, to be fair. So, uh, yeah, he went really good here last time. So if he went as good as that, he'd be hard to beat. But um, I couldn't couldn't trust him to say he will. So he'd just be a ladies' long shot sort of thing. I think that's the last of your training runners today. Just on that, how many horses do you have in work? And, um, yeah, how are you enjoying that side of the business? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's busy. We've got about sixteen here at the moment. Um, they 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 just keep coming at the moment, which is a, is a good thing. But it, it does mean we're pretty busy. But uh, no, things are going good. We've got a lot of um, young ones. Obviously, all the racing team are all um, since we've been training very long are all older horses that we've uh, claimed from other places. But uh, yeah, um, the younger ones coming through. There's a few sort of well-bred ones and stuff like that. So hopefully, in a couple of years, we'll have a bit smarter team. All right, the back end of the program, no GST, Emma Louise, Shibka Lane and Mighty Reactor. What's the best of those? Uh, I'd probably go no GST, even though I went poor the other day. Um, it, it would probably be the, the best of those. Um, drawn sort of handy with um, not a lot of speed inside it, so hopefully look to get across there. And then, uh, yeah, it, it could be one that could be a top three chance. All right, 60 wins in the bank already driving-wise in this year's Premiership. Um, what's your best drive or what's the best horse out of your stable that the SENZ Trots Talk listeners should have an investment on today? Uh, I'd probably I'd probably go RK Finn if I was having a bet today. Um, I probably haven't got a, a super strong book drives wise, so he'd he'd probably be the he'd probably be the one that, that uh, I'd have the each way bet on. Okay, race five, number ten, RK Finn, currently at six fifty. Thanks, Matty, for your time. Good luck today. No, good as gold. Thanks, guys. All right, that's Matty Williamson on track there at uh, Omaru, as is the country's leading rainsman, Blair Orange, who's taken the time out after driving the truck down there uh, for the Tolman Lodge team. Uh, thanks for your time, Blair. Yeah, good morning, Greg. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm excellent, mate. How are things looking there? We just had Matty Williamson on. He's telling me the weather is looking resplendent. Yep, sun's out, mate. So, uh, yeah, no one. It's going to be a good day's racing. All right, let's get into your chances. Uh, Spandal from uh, the Ken Barron team in race number one, about a $12 prospect. Best run thus far, first up. Yeah, first up, one Addington had a lot of credit. Greg, she won a, a very good fourth. And uh, her next start, pretty disappointing. And Beth last week was um, disappointing again. So, you know, if she gets a good run today and, and doesn't run well, she might be looking for a new uh, home address, I think. All right, let's go to race number two and Izzia for Jan Calvert. Jan and George, such great supporters of you for such a long period of time. It's Jan's birthday today, and it's two fifty into two dollars and ten cents. And Blair off the back of a second behind Paramount Empress, who won again on Premier Night, looks a pretty good form line. Yeah, she's in great form, Greg. She's got lovely wee manners and generally steps away pretty quick. And you know, it'd be nice to uh, to get the victory on Jan's birthday and. Yeah, she's run second behind some nice uh, some nice trotters in her three starts to date. So now if she does step away like she normally does and, and finds the front, I'd, um, I'd like to think she'd be hard to beat, mate. All right, race number three, light up fires. A half to Highview Tommy, who you had such great success with. Um, this filly by Art Major hasn't had much luck thus far, but comes up with barrier one today. 
Yeah, got a really good Barry Gregg, and um, she had a wee freshen up since its last couple of starts. So did have a quiet trial on Wednesday and, and tried very nice. So from the right barrier, draw Gregg. She's going to be a definitely an each-way chance with um, probably Cran's other starter, Major Icon, be the hardest to beat, I feel. All right, Major Icon, uh, certainly well supported with the bookies. 3.30, current favourite there. Helium, see it through, not over. Should we have anything on any of those? Helium, of course, a Sky Major two-year-old. Yeah, I've got a lot of time for Helium, Greg. Um, you know, he trialled up really, really nicely earlier on and then just had a wee issue. We had to put him aside for a little bit and, uh, you know, he's come back. And he did have that start uh, a couple of weeks ago at Addington where I was slightly disappointed with him. A uh, wee bit of a training regime change and, you know, his work's been very good. And how good I think he is, um, I know there's a couple of nice first starters in there, but, um, yeah, I'd like to think he's going to be pretty hard to beat, mate. All right, well, he opened up at $9, so that was a fantastic prize for him. So that's race four, number three, Helium. Blair Orange suggesting that he can turn it around, and he's into $8 as we speak. Later in the programme, Blair, casino action resumes in race number 10 for the Kentuckiana team of Cran and Chrissy Delgetti. They also have a Jira in it, but casino action on exposed form looks extremely hard to beat in the last. Yeah, I'd agree with those words, Greg. He, um, you know, he had a quiet trial again on on Wednesday, and you know, on the field as he's raced last campaign and, and raced some pretty elite horses. So, now I, I think he's um, probably staring down the barrel, being my best drive for the day. All right. So, uh, casino action, best bet of the day. Helium, obviously, great value, and Azia, uh, obviously, a big chance in race number two. Is that how you see it? Yeah, that's a fair call, Greg, and um, probably see it through for a a bit of each way value. He's got good draw and good manners and some of the better ones or the harder ones to beat are not drawn so well. So if he, if he brings his manners again, he's a genuine each way chance. Blair, just before you go, you saw Copy That go round in the Victoria Cup last week. Uh, did you like what you what you saw then and how much are you looking forward to getting on the defending champ when he arrives at your barn at Tolliman Lodge there? I think the flight's on the 1st of November. Yeah, yeah, I thought his run had a lot of merit, Greg. They they dashed a pretty good um, last quarter in the Victoria Cup. And, you know, if he got held up a touch by Luke McCarthy's runner and to take a couple of lengths off them when the others were already rolling before he got going, I thought was um, was very good. So, you know, Ray did find that problem with him over there, which, um, you know, it's good that they found that and they can um, treat it and have him spot on. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a very good cup this year and very open. So, and I think with Rock Roll do and... Um, the other Aussie come and had to spark and you know, BD Joe's obviously stepping up every time he steps out so it's going to be a um, very competitive race and down to the run and any runner can beat any runner I feel Blair thanks for taking the time this morning mate get round safe at Almaru today and get home safe we look forward to seeing you during Cup Week mate Cheers mate appreciate that Blair Orange we are 40 minutes away from the first on the card at Omaru. The odds are available on tab.co.nz. All the fixed odds are there. Greg, just sum it up for us. What's your one or two for the day before we take a break and then head to the other side of the Tasman? Yeah, I thought Izzier in race number two. It's already into $2.10, race two, number one. And Blair, keen on casino action in the last. But didn't he give a nice push for helium? Uh, the Sky Major, two-year-old, um, $8. Looks a, looks a terrific each-way prospect in race number four.
Not too far away from the first on the card at Omaru just after this show. You can bounce from us. You can bounce across if you want to watch the harness racing to trackside. Get those texts in. Here's a good one from Jason. Um, BD Joe will win the New Zealand Cup. I will give the two tickets to my parents as it's their 60th wedding anniversary in November, and I'm too tight to buy them a present. Well, Jason, that's very honest, and also well done to your parents. 60 years married. Hell of an effort. Greg's got a long way to go to catch up to that. We'll take a break here on uh, Trot's Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. Get your text into double eight double three. We need your name, your TAB account number, and who you think's going to win the cup in 23 days. There's a $50 bonus bet and two tickets to Addington up for grabs inside the next half an hour. After this break, we're going to talk to Cam Hart, who's coming to Addington to try and take the cup back to New South Wales. Welcome back to Trot's Talk, and in 23 days we head to the IRT New Zealand Cup. It's going to dominate the landscape until then. Cameron Hart is a champion young driver out of New South Wales. He's won a Group 1 in New Zealand. Cam, good morning. I bet you can't wait to get to Cup Day because I'm sure you've seen it on television. It's pretty special. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Mick. And Yeah, there's um, definitely a lot of hype around this race and had such a good time um, earlier in the year over in New Zealand, so looking forward to getting over there again. We remember Majestic Cruiser beating Self-Assured in the Messenger. We saw him, many of us, win the Blacks of Fake during the carnival in Queensland. We also know he trialled on Tuesday, but what has actually been happening with him, Cam? Because all the other cup horses are up and about, and we haven't seen him. So how fit and ready, and what are you going to do between now and then to get him ready for cup day? Yeah, he's ready to go. He just um, he obviously had quite a busy start to the year. He, he was obviously over in New Zealand earlier and then went um, had a little freshen up for like a week over in New Zealand after those races and then had to get ready for Queensland Winter Carnival. So he had a pretty busy schedule. So he's had a bit of a freshen up and he's um, he's raring to go now. He's, he's um, you know, in my opinion, gone to another level again of his um, first up trial run and He'll probably go to Benangle next week and, and have a bit of a hit out over 2300 and then uh, possibly into the Lensmith uh, just before New Zealand. Hey, Cam, thanks so much for your time this morning. Can't wait to see him back over here. One of the main reasons is his record beyond 2200 metres is exceptional. So the 3200 metres of Addington shouldn't pose a problem. The standing start, by the way, he stepped away at the trial, albeit only against one other horse, should you give you guys a bit of confidence too? Yeah, definitely. We wanted to really make sure he was um, bomb-proof from the stand and, you know, before we got on the plane over there. So he was awesome. He, he was probably better than what we expected him to be. So, um, you know, he'll probably have a couple more practice goes at, at home and uh, he should be really good uh, to go. Hey, congratulations on last night too. A couple of early wins for you. Just wanted to ask you about one of those. Jazzy Star and ex-Kiwi winning the first going back-to-back in the last two weeks. But how good's the mayor Tay-Tay? Yeah, she was uh, unbelievable. I, I got off the track and said to Jace, I don't think I've had a, a horse move like that. Um, you know, she had to make up four or five lengths, you know, from the 450. And the way she did it just under a hold was uh, quite incredible. And, She's got so much uh, raw speed and, and ability, so no, she's definitely a mare going places. Cam, you've driven at a lot of major meetings now. 
but you've never driven in front of 20,000 people. Do you know much about Cup Day? Have you watched it many times? Have you spoken to anybody about it? Have you, have you been to one as a spectator? Because it's a whole different kettle of fish. It's, uh, it's got to be something new for you. Yeah, I've uh, been lucky enough to be over for a couple as a spectator, so I sort of know what it's like, and I've uh, been telling a few people that haven't been over uh, what it's like, and it's, it's sort of similar to the Melbourne Cup over here for the Gallup, so that's how big it is. Um, it's such a great day. Uh, I really enjoy myself over there, but it's going to be even better uh, being involved in the big race. Mate, you and Jason Grimson handled yourself beautifully when you were back here in April and May. You added to our major carnivals. Mate, we're looking forward to seeing you back in about three weeks' time. That means, unfortunately for you, we'll have to talk to Greg and I a few more times on the radio and television. That's all right. I don't mind that at all. Thanks, guys. Good on you, Cam. That's Cameron Hart out of Australia. He and Jason Grimson, trainer and Majestic Cruiser, are coming to New Zealand to try and get some of our goodies. Yesterday, or last night, actually, Michelle Wallace and Bernie Hackett, they had some of the Australian goodies coming back their way. Elder Baron Keeper won the Victorian trotting Oaks. It was an impossible job. 400 from home. She was four back on the markers. And Michelle Wallace, I know you had a busy social day yesterday, which isn't like you. Usually you're working all the time. You must have enjoyed that about 11 o'clock last night when your little girl just came straight over the top of them in the Victorian Oaks. Yeah, it was a great run. Um, To be honest, it didn't really go to plan, did it? You know, we thought the uh, one horse would be um, the horse to follow, but it didn't plan out like that. But... um, Chris did a super job, got her off the fence at the right time and they all fanned out and the gaps opened and, yeah, she came home good. Michelle, you and Bernie seem to have embraced the opportunities in Victoria using Brent Lilly as a base more often than not and with horses obviously like a Temperale going across there as well. Is it a case of giving your owners the best opportunity or has this door opened to you because you now have some Australian-based owners? Um, yeah, like so Duncan's been super, you know, we get all the New Zealand horses and um no pressure from Duncan, we do whatever we think's right with them. It just so happened that we thought that Australia was the best way to go without a barren keeper. If we went here we go down south for one race, the New Zealand Oaks. We go to Aussie, we had the um the need for speed, which didn't pan out as we hoped. The Victorian Oaks, we've got the Breeders' Crown. So there's a lot more opportunities to go um, that way. And, um, yeah, we send them sprint. Bernie's been over with the filly, um, and, and together they've done a super job, and Chris is doing a great job of driving her. What's the one thing you've learned? Because you've been campaigning horses in Melbourne for a long time. You, you won an Inter-Dominion there with Delft an awfully long time ago. What's the key to it? What's the key to travelling horses to Australia and getting them to produce their best? Because probably of all the horses you try and do that with, Trotters, and in her case, young trotters, might be the hardest to do it with. Oh, you know, like everyone has their own theories. Um, my theory is I like to get them over there a bit early and get them acclimatised and, and settled in. You know, we got her over there a bit earlier and gave her a trial at Melton. Well, she trialled super, but then um, she didn't handle the race day pressure the first couple of starts, and, and um, Brent's changed a bit of gear on her for us. And, and um, probably, uh, in hindsight, the lack of left-handed racing for her may have been, may have been the undoing of her to start with, but um, it's all come good now. Michelle, we haven't seen Temperale for a while, and it's not often we have a nice trotting race at Alexandra Park and he misses out. Has there been a slight setback there? 
Uh, yeah, we have had a slight setback with him. He um, he he uh, got upset in the truck going to the beach one day and hurt his back leg, so we just had to back off him. And um, hopefully, all going well, he'll be back racing in the Christmas races. Michelle, as good as the stable is going, you must be incredibly proud. I know you're proud of obviously both of your kids, but you must be proud of Crystal. Your daughter Crystal is coming out driving in serious races against some serious people at Alexandra Park in Cambridge, and she seems to belong out there. Yeah, she's doing a super job, you know, and, and sometimes um, it's easy to forget how young she is. You know, she's only been driving 12 months and she's only 18 years old. So, you know, like um, she will only get better, I would hope, um, you know, and maturity is always a good thing. So with a bit more maturity, a few more years on it, I think she should um, progress along nicely. Well, Michelle, I bumped into you yesterday. I was at Starbucks getting a cup of coffee and I bumped into you. You were going on a, I think they're called a hen's night, which had started about 10 o'clock in the morning. Now, I know you're not a person who heads to the centre of town very often. First of all, how are you feeling? And second of all, are you now thinking to yourself, I might get an apartment in town. I like a bit of this. Or do you think you fancy being out near the beach and out, out with the horses a bit more? Hey, have we changed your mind? Are you going to be a city slicker? Um, absolutely not. I have a very good day yesterday. We did lots of things and it was very enjoyable, but once or twice a year would be enough for me in Auckland City. Thank you very much. Um, but And I'm feeling very well. Thank oh, you. good. You're ob- <laughs> obviously, you're very mature these days, Michelle. Look, it was great to bump into you guys yesterday. I'm glad you had some fun. And for those listening, um, Michelle said it'd be 10.30 yesterday morning. I said, don't, don't watch any races today. And one of her friends said, oh, no, we'll be watching Elder Baron Keep. And I was like... That's 12 hours away. But clearly, Michelle, you made it. <laughs> yep, absolutely, definitely. It was the last thing I think we did. Well, no, we actually had to have another drink after that to celebrate. So, yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that, Michelle, even for me, is a long day at the office. Congratulations to you, to Bernie, to the owners of Elderbarra and Keeper. It's wonderful to see you guys getting the Victoria Oaks at Group 1 level last night. Thanks very much. That's Michelle Wallace um, with uh, husband Bernie, and they got the Group 1 last night at Melton after a 10-hour day, but they were drinking coffee at 10.30 in the morning just for those young kids watching along. Obviously, you need to be responsible. Um, We're going to take a short break here on the other side. We're going to talk to a guy who's leading the Premiership, a guy who's got a New Zealand Cup winning chance, and a guy who has an enormous army of good horses. He's the boss of Team Telfer after this break. Steve Telfer. The leaders are really rolling. Then came Terry from He's a Sport and one change, but it's BD Joe. 27 won the third quarter. Leads a length and a half All-American lover. Then came the Falcon and Terry. BD Joe for home. The mare goes back to the inside to try and chase his stable mate, but BD Joe is finding at the 100 metres. Leads by three or four lengths on All-American lover. The New Zealand Cup campaign for BD Joe is right on song. BD Joe won it two lengths on All-American American lover. Quinella for Team Telfer there. They also had Darling Me winning at Addington. Steve Telfer, thank you for joining us. I'll make this very simple. Can BD Joe win a New Zealand Cup? Um, yeah, yes, look, I think he can, mate. He, um, you know, he's um, he's definitely strengthened up this time in. His manners have um, manners been very good. Um, you know, he's adaptable. He can he can um, sit and sprint, and he can do a bit of work and and um and finish it off so um yeah he's definitely a lot stronger and and developing into the horse that we sort of hoped he would be he looks like last year's dabbling on the the big stage has aided him he looks a little bit bigger a bit stronger mentally does he seem a different horse to you than he was say six or eight months ago yeah there's no doubt about that 
like um, you know, the four-year-old four-year-old year can be a real transition year. You know, coming out of the aged group racing into the open class racing. So we purposely kept our two limited campaigns, give them a, a taste of what they um, what they had to race against, and um, they both had a good spell and um, came back early and and have had a really good preparation going through. So um, yeah, no, he definitely feels um, a lot stronger. Um, a lot stronger and um, he's always had a lot of ability and speed but he's just just a lot stronger now have a two-pronged attack on the irt new zealand cup ultra wise guys had a super preparation as well who goes where next who goes to ashburton who goes to the cup trial what's the plan yeah well they'll both uh they're both planning to go to ashburton um next monday and um all being well all being well, um, they were up early in the season. I, I think they've done enough since then, so we'll keep them at home for the next uh, for the two weeks leading into the cup, and um, we'll probably just take them to Rangiora and give them a good uh, good hit out there for four days before the cup. Things have been going great stable wise up until the latter part of this week. You had the favourite for the Neverly R Phillies final. What's the latest on Artie's Express, and and how disappointing? Yeah, look, no doubt, very disappointing. She, um, you know, she was just one of those uh, one of those horses that was just continuing to get better. Um, very strong, very adaptable. The, the mind and the brain was starting to catch up with her ability, and um, she was definitely heading towards um, being quite hard to beat in those races. Um, yeah, but she's uh, look. There's no real change from the other day. She's on seven to ten days. Um, box rest um, until they re-x-ray the knee um, just to find out how how big or, or how small the uh, small fracture is and and decide their um, their course of attack most likely um, most likely a screw and um, then time time off mate Steve you've got a lot of horses racing all sorts of places and we know the darling means we know she's going to head to to show day and she'll come to Auckland and eventually she'll head to Menangle. We we know BD Joe and Ultra Wise Guy. What's the horse we don't know? What's the horse for Team Telfer who we may not have seen much of yet? What's the horse you've got here in Auckland or down in Christchurch where Greg is? What's the horse you think, this is going to win two or three races this summer? What's the one we can put in our race track or we can just put on a piece of paper and stick to the fridge? <laughs> okay. Um yeah, I got a I got a two year old that um, a two year old would quite like called Beach Flyby. He's out of the um, Kathy's Flyby family. Um, they've all been a very good family to us. Um, he trialled on um, trialled on the weekend, and um, he he'll line up at the races this week at Auckland. Does he win fresh up, or is he not that sort of horse? Um, I, I would say if he was in a maiden field, he would win fresh up. Um, but I think under the stipulations that he has to go in the size stakes heat first up. Um, so, um, um, but when he gets in a maiden field, um, yeah, he'll 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 just about win first up. Steve, we love what you and the other Steve and Jill and, and your sister Amanda are doing at the moment. Um, good luck in the Premiership. We'll see you in. Obviously, we'll be talking to you and annoying you over Cup time because you've got two real chances in the big dance. No worries. Good. It'd be nice to talk to you, mate. At least we've got live chances. <laughs> Steve Telfer, he's the boss of Team Telfer. Okay, Gregory O'Connor, who wins our two tickets to Cup Day at Addington because these will be priceless. You won't be able to buy these in a week or two.
No, you won't be. And I think at the moment you can buy them at addington.co.nz for about 40 or 45 bucks or something. I should check that, Michael. Uh, Jason Ray wins it. He was the bloke who was too tight to buy the parents a present or something. Is that right? Yeah, and look, fair enough. As parents have been married for 60 years, they deserve to go to Cup Day. In fact, they probably deserve to go to Hawaii, but we can't help them with that, but they can go to Cup Day, Gregory. So you'll, we'll get yes, those. T- happy you, with that. Get that, Jason. Send it, text us in your email address, Jason, and Gregory will text them to you. Producer dude, Robbie, um, we had some great entries today and people making a good case. Who caught your eye as a harness racing aficionado? Oh, everyone. everyone. It was good stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was real good. Um, but yeah, gone, gone for Tom, who thinks Akuda will do it if she gets a draw. Um, and, I mean, the re- the reason being that I I have no idea who to pick. There's going to be some big names. It's going to be exciting. And, and I'm going to be watching. That was very radical. And Tom Akuda was actually a male. But it's cool. It doesn't matter. You, you, we, hey, you joined in the competition, and it's a different opinion from everybody else. Um, will Akuda start? I guess we'll find out in about eight days' time if you head to Ashburton. Greg O'Connor, just very quickly, in 10 seconds, the two bets today at Omaru. Yes, race two, number one, into race uh, race number nine. A place on number four. There you go, Michael. I hadn't thrown that one out there. That's Trot's Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. Stick around on SENZ. We are about to give you all the dog information heading into Cut Week in Manukau today. Thanks for joining us on Trot's Talk on a Sunday morning.